Hey, this is just Ben on the front end, here to tell you to give the podcast a rating if you don't mind, and follow it or subscribe to it on whatever you're listening to this on. Um, if you want to send us an email, we'll read it, and maybe talk about it on the show. It's uh, deadensigns at gmail.com, and we got a Twitter. Anyway, if you could do all that, please. That'd be really nice. Bye, enjoy the show. Simon & Schuster Audio Works presents Star Trek The Next Generation. <laughs> That should be fine. That should be okay. <clears throat> Man, we chose a bad bad week to um, decide to do a big topic one. Yeah. Because this is the first time in a good couple weeks that I've, like, absorbed stuff that I want to talk about. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, uh, we've, the, the, we finished the curse. That would be a big one to talk about. But one, it would take a lot of time. And two, Stu hasn't seen it. Welcome, yeah. Stu. Hello, Stu's hello. here with us. Stu's here, here back again. Yeah. Fan favorite. Fan favorite. Um, <laughs> yeah. Everyone, when 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 Stu isn't here, everyone gotta ask themselves, where is Stu? You know. I mean, uh, Stu is Stu being on the podcast is the first time we've ever received somebody uh, reaching out and saying, "Hey, that was a good episode." <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, thank you. Yeah. I think you probably constitute as a fan favorite. Yeah, lucky charm. Yeah, the two uh, people reached out. Yeah, I'm gonna, was... uh, I'm, I'm gonna have to cut your hands off and then wear them as like a lucky charm, you know? Wouldn't it be his foot? Our foot, yeah. The foot would be better because then <laughs> it allows. But... <laughs> the foot would be better because it then it inhibits his escape. But yeah, exactly. But the thing is that with a, a hand, podcast. with a yeah, hand, uh, if I get his hand, I can then go like let this be a good episode and then the finger curls oh. <laughs> okay so you, are you, he's also a monkey paw. paw all of a sudden I'm, I'm a lucky stew's foot and I'm a cursed stew's paw and a stew's yeah. paw yeah. okay sure <laughs> yeah I feel like his feet could do that as well bro. yeah my toes <laughs> just, just curl, curl. Toes just crack curl, you know? I don't see why that's I don't see why that's uh, relegated only to to, to the hand. Yeah. You could just ask uh, nicely, Max, and I might be able to give you like a, a hand or something. Okay, <laughs> yeah, sure. He's such a good friend. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, I guess we got a lot of stuff <laughs> that we consumed, but we anyway. decided on. Uh, well, man, it's I don't not know just why. the cars, but it's also like I watched poor things this week, and I finally got to see the boy and the heron. Yeah, and I'm like, I could talk so much about all of these. Pieces of media oh, I have consumed. <laughs> what, the boy and the heron? I thought you were making a joke yesterday when we were talking about it. What? Oh, what? Bro, it's a Studio Ghibli film. Yeah, I just thought we were doing a fake... Anyway. St- Studio was... G- Ghibli is real? I thought that was Wait, fake. I thought you were making a joke. I thought you were doing a Dogs in the Minion joke about like a boy and the heroine is something they go and see back in the day, you know? No, yeah. I kind of got that because I was saying things and then you were making stuff up and I was like, well, I guess... <laughs> well, I made it up first but <laughs> then you responded with something that was real. That's what messed me up. Oh, fuck. Well. Anyway. Anyway, it's a real movie, and I saw it, but I guess I'll talk about it sometime. You better. <laughs> because we've got so many great books to talk about, but I don't know, let's quick. How are you doing, Stu? Uh, yeah, I'm good, thank you. I feel a little bit huh? coffee this morning. I woke up, I was like, ah! 
Motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, every time I come on the podcast, I feel sick. Uh, so. <laughs> don't, don't look draining, into that. <laughs> draining the energy. Don't look into that. That's not like bleach in my food when I come on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to make you weak so you won't run away. Yeah. You won't leave us. <laughs> If you're uh, weak, you won't leave us. It's fine. Ah, uh, misery, but it's a, she's recording <laughs> a, a podcast. Podcast, with <laughs> podcast misery. <laughs> hey, tell you what, this pod recording this podcast is enough of the misery. Am I nah, right, it's hey, cool. Cool. Oh, yeah, right. Slam dunk. There's a. There's a. How about you leave okay. then? How about you leave? You get out right. of here. Maybe Max the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you guys have definitely delved into the topic today more than I have. I want to. I, tr- I tried to. I was like, I'm gonna get some funny bits on my lunch break, but I was just looking through one, and I'm like, damn, okay. There's a <laughs> lot of stuff here. in these books. The thing about yeah. so the so, topic of yeah. discussion for this week is, as we said last week, is the evil genius uh, tabletop RPG. Let's paint uh, a little picture. Shout out three to evil week, genius. Three weeks ago. With the, thanks to Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon, we found that uh, Evil Genius had sued Netflix because they were in in de- in a deal to make a tabletop RPG based on the world of Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon, mm-hmm. which is a rich and deep fantasy sci-fi <laughs> world that he has been crafting for years and is hoping mm-hmm. will be the next Star Wars. Yeah. Um, either way, I guess they welched on their deal or something, or didn't pay them, and then Evil Genius were like, we're gonna sue you because you owe us money, and they won the court case, I guess, and Netflix had to play, pay them, I assume, according to Wikipedia. But this started us on a little tangent. We were like, what the hell is Evil Genius Games? <laughs> yeah. We went to their Wikipedia, and uh, not their Wikipedia, we went to their website, and it's um, it's like all licensed stuff. They, yeah. they, they have, basically all of their books are licensed. They're tabletop RPGs that are based on pre-existing properties, like, for example, Escape from New York, which it makes more sense than one of their other ones, like Rambo, <laughs> or... <laughs> You know, Universal Soldier, Kong yeah. Skull Island. They're kind of a little too, a little more specific. I mean, it didn't quite make sense. Anyway, we had a lot of jokes about it. We looked at the Pacific Rim one in particular and had a good laugh. Um, but lo and behold, like a week later, Humble Bundle shouts out to Humble Bundle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for Happened making to... Bundle. It's like, yeah. you know, it's like the housing... of the podcast. You know? <laughs> yeah. the, they don't know. They don't know. Don't tell them. <laughs> uh, but yeah. the thing about it is that it's it's like, it literally is kind of Humble Bundle, bundle is becoming like the the way housing crash started, where they would bundle together like shitty bonds and then sell them to like uncovered bonds mm-hmm. and then sell them to banks and say they were good like you know mm-hmm. so this is what's happening that humble bundle is doing is they just bundle whatever they can find and then yeah. hoping they can sell it off to someone so we're kind of, like a, sort of as max is saying <laughs> yeah max max so readily scooped i sent him a link like bro the serendipity of this i was thinking of buying them but before i even had the chance max was like here you go <laughs> possibly uh if that's not okay then i bought them myself um yeah exactly one or the other but if if buying them myself is is unnecessary then max send them to me 
You don't know which one is the truth. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, it's yeah. a Schrodinger's yeah. event, you know. Uh, Stu is in the exact same boat where yes. he yeah. may or may not have bought them himself um, <laughs> until we find out what the exact ramifications of those outcomes are. Either he way. Went to a, he went to a, a, like a board game store, which also says, sells like, you know, books, and he just stood there reading yes. them. Yeah, it's I actually kid. just have a physical <laughs> test copy that I'm on, on loan from the library. Yeah. <laughs> I love the idea of going to a board game shop and just picking up a book and sitting on the floor and like flipping through it like uh, this will be good on the podcast do you think do you think people with photographic memories ever get taken to court for that like could you if you just like go into a place and you like read a book and then leave are they like hey because the 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 defense for that would be like well i i can't remember everything that happened in like the source of a well, the source I, book for a for a tabletop rpg yeah but if you have a photographic memory it's all up there you're never gonna forget yeah, they, th- that's the thing they before you leave they hit you over the head with yeah, like a blackjack they've got like a big <laughs> tom and jerry uh, <laughs> yeah. contraption at the door you, you try and leave they press a button and a big mallet goes Bonk. <laughs> <laughs> well i mean technically there's nothing against the law about head. reading those books in the shop um mm-hmm. you know they might I, ask yeah, you to well, leave yeah and i think there is a, a law against loitering so I think, but what could, constitutes loitering? in the America? There's a law against loitering. Ah, yeah, I don't right. think I don't think it's illegal to loiter in the, in the freest UK. country in the world. If a bookshop a has for... a chair, then it's mm-hmm. it, it's legal to stay there. <laughs> the freest country in the world. <laughs> what if you bring in like a camping like chair? Like yeah, a... well, no, it has to be a chair provided. No, by... oh, you need okay. what you need is those like little uh, backpacks that have the little rods on underneath oh, that you okay. take out and oh, extend. Yeah. You know, yeah. You get one of those, and then they're like, what do we do? He's not even sitting. (laughs) He's, like, (laughs) leaning on his own object. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's Mm. technically standing. Anyway, Stu did that. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Um, And we've all all had a little peruse of these books now. Uh, And we decided it was funny the first time, and it's it's always funnier (laughs) if you spend even more time on it. And yeah. under greater detail, with a larger magnifying glass, and an extra person, with an with another person, <laughs> there's no way it could fail. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. There, there isn't a saying "too many cooks in the kitchen." You know? No, exactly. It doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to have any order to this? Do you want to like do all the four words? Well, or? before that, we got to say uh, hello and welcome to Dead Ensigns. <laughs> Uh, a podcast that was originally Star Trek focused now only every now and then occasionally <laughs> drops when, little bits here when, and there when we feel when like the it. season starts because there's going to be a season coming up oh well, my god I can't wait bro. Well, hold on Ben right there before you introduce the podcast we have to do the foreword I think for everyone's comfort and safety including the listeners we have to talk about the themes we're going to be covering today on the podcast Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's uh, a good point. Um, one of them is going to be big scary monsters. Yeah, yeah. definitely big scary yeah. monsters. Uh, heroes being trapped, obviously. Oh, as usual. That's there may be occasional profanity. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, be careful that there may also be here. I mentioned heroes being trapped, but there might also be heroes being restrained. Oh, and, and the threat of nuclear annihilation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think, and if anyone has an issue with anything we talk about on the podcast, we're just going to fade to black, uh, uh-huh. and then you uh-huh. will hear what we have to say 
but it won't have any consequences. So. Yeah, dude. I love. I love. Uh, just to jump right in, I'm Ben, and I'm joined with my co-host Max and my friend. Hello, Stone. hello. My friend, not Max's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I heard that. Dude, I'm yeah. looking. Okay, We're enemies. Off, We're I'm enemies, gonna jump actually. right in. I'm gonna jump right in. <laughs> I just opened one for the bit of looking at the the um comfort and safety section. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and immediately, I love the order of magnitude here on the. <laughs> In the Escape from New York. One. Oh, I'm looking at this one. You got deadly <laughs> violence, dystopian political themes, depictions of cannibalism, depictions of violent psychosis, illicit drug use, heroes being hunted and/or captured, threat of nuclear annihilation, and then under that one is occasional profanity. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and and, just, and, and in case out. that wasn't enough, there's occasional profanity. <laughs> <laughs> these are uh, so what's your general overview guys how are you feeling on a it, whole about these pockets? i personally think we should fade the black uh right now they like they like letting you know that there is a nice narrative tool called fading to black yeah this is um good but yeah what's your guys's general feeling on this I find find it uh, like I understand it in certain games where there's really heavy themes at play, and you know you have a group that you might not be super close with, and you want to talk about this stuff before the game. It's good, but uh, it's so weird. It feels like they're trying to pad the list. Yeah, like they're trying to yeah fill it in. I think I think some of these books they haven't padded the list. It's like two things, and then this one is like eight things or nine things. So I don't, I don't want it to be like, yeah, I don't want to come across like we're just ragging on it, like, oh, these stupid books have trigger warnings at the beginning. Whoa, SJW. That's not what we're doing here. I think the the harms section that is at the front of all of these books are are interesting because they always come at like the exact same time in the book, presented in the exact same way, and and give give you the exact feeling you need about these books which are each one is a checklist of stuff that needs to be included mm-hmm. yeah in order exactly. for them to sell you a tabletop rpg they're like okay well we need to have this section filled out we need to have a bit about this and this and this and this and then as as long as each one for the new license they get can fit into that it's got that quota of things then that's it now we can release it you know mm-hmm. i was just thinking i took i i, I understand what you meant i actually thought you meant something different in that this list of things is what you would expect to see in a regular game if you played this right there's that too there's that too like looking at the kong skull island one it's got two things it's like violence and giant monsters and it's like that's all there is to that game yeah and i like how <laughs> then, <simple> is. <laughs> but then total recall is there's so much more dude there's ableism asphyx sometimes they get very specific like asphyxiation body horror that is discrimination really and oppression Memory loss, alteration, uh, including forced alteration of memory. Mm-hmm. So obviously very total recally. But then you, yeah, like you say with um, with the uh, with the Kong Skull Island one or the Pacific Rim one, even is like there's uh, all of that stuff could be in here too. You yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially like, like being asphyxiation. Why is that like Kong? They get restrained all the time. He picks. You didn't you see the movie? He picks that lady up. He climbs fucking Empire State Building. Yeah, he's restraining her. It ain't exactly. good. But they don't put that shit in. Instead, they put a foreword of a guy being like, "I love giant monsters. I love Godzilla <laughs> and Gamera. I'm, I'm, a little, I'm a little cold on King Kong. I'm going to be honest with you." 
But mm-hmm. luckily, in the <laughs> in in this universe, King Kong and Godzilla are best bros. So it's and cool. Can I ask it's a question of, here? And I don't want, yeah. I don't mean to be uh, I don't want to come across as that kind of person. But if you're playing <laughs> King Kong Skull Island RPG, but you have a problem with giant scary monsters to the point that you have you are concerned about the themes and you have to ask the GM to minimize them. What it you, feels. What are you doing? It feels a little redundant. There's a certain, <laughs> yeah. There's a certain level of 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 uh you know awareness you need you should have going into something like uh, Kong Skull Island or Pacific Rim, where it's like you should kind of know that you're going to be dealing with big monsters. There. Mm-hmm. The game shouldn't have to tell you. By the way, make sure everybody's happy with big monsters as a topic. Well, know? surely yeah. when you you explain it to your friends, you know you're you're trying to get your friends to play something. You're you're like, oh, it's a system. It's called Kong Skull Island. And no, well, you got to be here, kid. <laughs> so you got to be clear here. No, yeah. Here's exactly. here's a big part about these that we need to get over because mm-hmm. originally we just looked at the Pacific Rim one and thought that was. Uh, that was it that was like a tabletop rpg what they actually do is basically make licensed modules yes. for their system called mm-hmm. everyday so, heroes so, so they don't begin, have to should... license 5e yeah it's like a it's they like a license... cheaper way to yeah it's like, like a licensed 5e. uh you know outs yeah aldi 5 fifth edition <laughs> <laughs> so let's start with a little overview of evil geniuses uh, everyday hero system. Did you guys look? Did you guys look at this book? Uh, I thought it was another did setting, it, I so I didn't. Look at it. I, I, I thought it was a movie. A I hadn't seen. Bit, but <laughs> no, dude, yeah, this also... is the be- this is the book you should be reading before reading all of those other fucking exactly. Books that they play That's what I realized a little yeah. bit too late. Uh, mm-hmm. Looking at this because the actual uh, yeah, exactly like. This, it, it, I think the reason why you haven't looked at that one is because it was the longest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's it, <laughs> because, it's because the it's book. because it. Well, that's because it's fifth edition, and they changed some words and added a couple extra little bits. Um, yeah, exactly. But it's 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 interesting. The foreword kind of spells it out for you. Twenty years ago, some other guys were playing third edition, and they were like, "This shit's too <laughs> fantasy." Why are there no rules for guns? And yeah. that's pretty much all the rules that we need to add in order to really change anything. <laughs> so yeah. they added rules for guns and a couple other things like money. And classes um, are slightly different as well. Classes uh, in order to like kind of modernize, um, as they put it, uh, the um, you know the uh, the 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 world's greatest role playing game. They never mentioned D anD. d <laughs> they always refer to it as in this foreword this guy always mentions it as the world's greatest role playing game the third yeah. edition of the world's greatest role playing game oh yeah of course 20 years later these some other people have come up and they've modernized what was essentially like some errata that you could add to third edition D&D to make it modern day yeah. uh, and expanded it into a whole book for fifth edition because luckily for fifth edition you can kind of just do whatever you want with it yeah. You know, you can just, if Wizards of the Coast are like, yeah, but you can just, whatever, you can just do make a whole, yeah. you can make a whole video game that just uses the 5e, like, system. No, they didn't, they wouldn't do that. No, dude, uh, I remember playing one called Celasta with some friends, 
and it's just like a CRPG before they did Baldur's Gate 3. Okay. That's just entirely <laughs> fifth edition. It's like, well, like they've added some stuff here and there, but mechanically and like the base of all of the classes and shit and items and everything is just fifth edition. Mm-hmm. So luckily Evil Genius has come along and they say, hey, can we take that and maybe make an entire book about it and then go and sell this book to Universal Companies, and Warner Brothers and shit and Netflix yeah. and then get them to pay us like a bit to rewrite modules <laughs> and, then, and then release them for cash. Yeah, exactly. It's so, a good, it's a good, it's grift, a good business. Man. It's a good fucking Did business. Did you say it's plan, a good honestly. grift or a good business? Grift, I, say uh, grift, a, I, I said grift in a, in like a colorful, uh, <laughs> uh way. way. I don't yeah, mean that a... they're scamming people. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah, because that, that would be legally like... binding of you to say that. I mean, yeah, which is, I'm not, we I'm would not never trying to say, say that. Scamming. But, but... I'm just saying that they're, they're having a bit of fun. They're making some good money with a pretty straightforward pipeline. You know? But part of this must feel like it's it's entirely propped up by out of touch executives who just want their game, their yes. movie franchise yeah, yeah, to be the yeah, next yeah, D&D. Because yeah, yeah. D&D is no, no, 100 percent, no, 100 percent, right? yeah. yeah, easily. Why you like that's 100 percent it. I mean, just the Rebel Moon thing alone showed that, because it's like, I mean, they're trying to pump out all sorts of shit, like comics they, and books and, and artwork and merchandise and, uh, and games, and one of them was going to be this tabletop RPG, because they're like, uh, we're releasing this big world. What do people love to do in worlds? Write their own stories that they can make and do Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, and giving, I have, we have to give them that evil genius, <laughs> you know... Th- you know their name really fits them because that fucking that fucking contract that they signed with Netflix to do that Rebel Moon must have been rock solid yeah, <laughs> for dude. a small company to be able to just go no <laughs> you gotta pay us for yeah. this yeah, dude, for sure. Netflix like <laughs> on my own <laughs> you know they already yeah. were like ready for them to say no we don't need this anymore and they were like no well they were seeing <laughs> the, the contract <laughs> they were seeing the initial cuts of the movie and they were like yeah. we gotta pull out on some of these merchandising deals we have mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we're kind of worried nobody's gonna want to play a tabletop RPGs in this one we don't it could have been it could have even <laughs> been that like <laughs> they even though they did like a, they had a lawsuit against netflix netflix were like you know what we'll just fucking pay them to <laughs> we, we really don't want merchandise out for this it's it would yeah. be better for us to just pay you off than have you write a book and then create those books and try and sell them mm-hmm. <laughs> it probably costs yeah. more than just paying them off yeah, because it's like, nobody's buying them, people are returning them, now we've just got all these books that we have to then pay to pulp or some shit. I mean, I just I just want to jump in here, if on yeah. Evil Geniuses, you know, for their credit, these books are, uh, they are they exist, or they are written, and they are yeah. mostly complete, uh, you know, it's not like they're selling snake oil, you know? It's, no, no, dude, but, yeah, I want to be yeah, clear, yeah. yeah, I don't think me... I'm not, I'm not I, saying you think that, I'll just... Just no, for everyone and, listening, you know. I don't think Max as well. Yeah, it's no, good to no. be clear that it's like I don't hold. A, I don't think they're doing a bad thing. In fact, it's I think it's good because it's like see. I'm sure a lot of people got get work out of this. You know, when they otherwise couldn't writing a module, they, all they have to do is like 
watch Escape from New York, make some notes, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> change around some words. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the Kong Skull Island book they wrote a year ago is now an Escape from New York module. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not saying it's high effort. I'm definitely not saying that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I, honestly, the, the best thing I love about these books, I was just thinking about this earlier, is that I imagine that they are literally watching the film with like a notepad and they are writing down the yeah. comfort and safety things Probably. and they're like, oh, yep, deadly violence, check. Mm-hmm. It's dystopian mm-hmm. political themes, check. Cannibalism, yeah. check. And they're like, and somehow they extend that into a whole book. I don't know what the process is. That It feels like an AI has been trained to do it somehow. Yeah. I wouldn't uh, be surprised if, if the people at Evil Geniuses are trying to move into that field you know mm-hmm. ai generated tabletop rpg stuff but i i got no idea i don't know anything about them so we'll see we'll see in the future if they hit out with some ai generated modules for yeah. some of our upcoming favorite movies like uh you know like maybe uh the zone of interest maybe uh maybe tar 2 maybe barbie maybe we could do a barbie tabletop barbie would RPG be a good for, one yeah for barbie 2 a Barbie module? Would you play a Barbie module, Stu? Yeah, it sounds more get... interesting than Escape from New York. Gotta be honest, <laughs> it's more customizable. True. Imagine all the classes and stuff. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Kent, Beach Kent, you can be a. Beach I, Kent. I like you to imagine be... that the Barbie tabletop RPG would have the same system as like the Warhammer Fantasy tabletop <laughs> RPG, <laughs> yeah. where it's a book that's just like wall to wall jobs and and just roll for a jobs. One. Yeah, yeah, because that's what Barbie. Barbie can have any job yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. Barbie. Oh, can be fisherman or president yeah oh i roll president barbie dude i'm I'm in i'm I'm done done. i'm I'm civil rights activist barbie yes yeah yeah a real movie director barbie i'm making the barbie movie hell yeah honestly (laughs) i'm I'm more and more into that idea now that we just talked about it for one second that actually sounds really really dude let's we should pitch this to evil genius and then (laughs) fucking make some cash it's gonna be so easy i guess the problem is that evil genius has to talk to whoever owns the rights to barbie yeah and then just be mattel dude yeah and hasbro we can get in on that we can get a meeting with mattel doesn't hasbro own wizards of the coast and stuff yes they do well direct competition so it'll be a 5e hack (laughs) (laughs) but it's like and now my my interest is gone to go back to the core part of this is all of these books are modules for a game called everyday heroes which is fifth edition for all intents and purposes it's fifth edition uh it's like a more modern fifth edition though isn't it like modern setting (laughs) yeah it's supposed to be modernized with rules for some guns like categorizing them and stuff and some changes to like i guess it's a a little bit third edition as well because that's what the original thing was based on but for the most part it's like you know you choose a class and then you get your your talents for that class everything is based around rolling the standard set of of dice you know you got your d4s you got your d8s d6s you pick a background for your character yeah you got your background you got your race efficiency here's the thing they tend to not have like the races tend to be a bit more like dude there are some great like quotes on these well don't they explicitly say they don't want races because they just want anyone to be included they said they in the foreword it says uh yeah no but they get rid of that in some of these modules like there's (laughs) there's race there's there's races in uh in the kong skull island book 
all of the races play? <laughs> what, you can play as the big monsters? No, but you can be somebody who grew up on the island. You can be a yeah. native well, of the island. Well, that's more of a background, isn't it? Or an outsider. No, because then they also have backgrounds. Oh. But and isn't classes. That just, isn't that just the way it goes? Is you have a background, a profession, and a class? From what I can see. There's... You have a background, a profession, and a and a, an archetype and a class. Oh right, well yeah, but you know what I mean. The backgrounds are the races as well. So is the profession like island native? It's not really no, a profession. The, it's the backgrounds are the races. If we're gonna equivalent them to five, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. The backgrounds are the races. The professions are the backgrounds. Yeah, it's very confusing. <laughs> and the a background is not a background. Jeez, and the uh, and the archetypes and classes are the classes. Yeah. But, uh, but I like some of these quotes, man. Max, do you want to hear one from... Um, this is for MMA Fighter. I guess this is the character they have. His name is Nicholas the Ukrainian Bear Novikov. Oh, no. No. Fighting is simple. Punch them, stretch them, make them cry for their mommies. Very colorful. Is this from the the main core booklet? Yeah, is that yeah I'm looking at everyday look, I love the classes. I like the MMA Fighter as a named great. class. There's martial Brawler, artist. This is, gunner, a, this is a martial artist. They've got a they've got a a, a, a a black woman as the martial artist picture, who I assume is gonna is called Lakeisha Brown based on the quote. And her <laughs> quote is, "I'm gonna kick your stupid ass into next week if you don't put that gun down and back the hell up." Wow, which is interesting. I need uh, that gives me everything to uh, imagine what this character would be like. What my character should be like. While we got I'm a scoundrel here. Her name is <laughs> Dax with two X's. Uh, oh, did I hurt your pride? Consider that an appetizer. Nice. They're really I'm... giving a lot of color and character. I'm looking at the mastermind people. one. Uh, the mastermind. Wesley Scott. It's a picture of yeah. a of a, a very dapper looking black child. Uh, okay. And he says. Never bet against stupid. They never know what to quit, and they have a clear numbers advantage. True. I got uh. Luis. I got the scrapper. His his, his name is Luis Gaza, uh, and it's I bleed, I smile, I laugh. Life is a joke, and suffering is the punchline. <laughs> Dude, these quotes are great, man. Oh, the wise Smart heroes. heroes. Oh, oh these are great. These are so good. The engineer, Katie Page. Hey, that problem you got? Bingo and I invented a solution. And I want to see if it works. I don't know who Bingo is. I think the little dog in the, the picture. The little robot dog? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably right. Why do the fucking... Okay, why do these people... Why do the, the smart ones get so many... The smart heroes... I guess these are like the wizards, because they've, they've got an extra list of things they can do. Mm-hmm. Like it's an engineer. Fun. Engineers get companions, apparently. <laughs> Oh, dude, they got a great one here for the hacker. 01001001. It kind of just goes on. I don't know the what she's saying. bracket equals 0xx. Yeah. Or these are just... um. Yeah, they really they really went all in on these, man. They got a lot of these, too. They oh, got a lot of these I classes. just... Uh, how could I have predicted this? No, I what? did the binary conversion on that. Oh, no. What does it say? I got you. <laughs> I got hacked by the book. The PDFs got me. 
fuck, bro. They got you. Oh, no, the evil genius. That's really evil. That's fuck. just how they get you, dude. They're dribbling like, your bank account. Going no, for us. my crypto. But they're going to provide a book for you now. The <laughs> no. deal is done. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. They, now. they own the rights to your life, and they're going <laughs> to put my you life in. To, to write <laughs> a supplement <laughs> for their amazing They're going to put you in the Oppenheimer tabletop RPG. <laughs> Max, can I ask you a question? Yeah. What would the the themes be like the the difficult themes be in the book made about you? Uh, I think it will probably heroes being trapped. <laughs> you know, like it has to yeah. be there. Uh, uh, the, uh, I guess maybe uh, threat of nuclear sadness, <laughs> threat of nuclear <laughs> annihilation, threat of war, yeah. uh, threat of uh, of uh, threat of Jesus, I don't know. Threat of uh, <laughs> not being able to uh, do what you want and continue living, you know, a quiet and peaceful life. I think very, that's a very that's specific. A, yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, like you know, uh, lactose intolerance or something like that. You know, lactose, <laughs> just lactose. Is, right. Yeah, that's. Are you lactose intolerant? I think I'm becoming lactose intolerant. <laughs> you that's do, what I'm you saying. can become lactose intolerant. <laughs> that's why. Dude, that's going to be one of your evil genius module talents. Yeah, lactose, lactose intolerant. intolerant. It's, it's Becoming more of a profession like... or a background, right? No, 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 no. I would, you would eventually develop a quirk, which would be lactose intolerance, and then you shit yourself suddenly, you know, as a character. <laughs> as you know, there is quirks in this this system, yeah, so I might quirks. as well put it under that section, you know. Dude, the yeah. very last class here is the last one in the Charming Heroes. They're called the Manipulator. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's Their got like a is, key... I only want what's best for you, and you deserve so much more. Together we can make your dreams come true. That's from Miho Kato. Yeah, it's, she's like a Japanese idol. She's got a Lolita fashion. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Jesus. Ooh, they uh... get wisdom saving for her. <laughs> Manipulator Ooh. talents. Look at their weapons. Realize. Look at their weapon equipment Copy recommendations. <laughs> Let me see. Equipment, Rick, socialite pack. Weapons, none or double barrel shotgun. It's <laughs> the two extremes. <laughs> what do you mean? None or double barrel shotgun. What kind of player is not going to have the shotgun as the backup? What, like, what are the, what are the, what are the fuck are the, why even put none? Why not just put double barrel shotgun? Yeah, or like pocket pistol or something, or knife, or hey, I'm like. Thinking, I'm thinking of making a manipulator character, what kind of weapons should I have? Oh, as a manipulator, you don't really want any weapons. Your power comes from like your abilities and stuff. Or you could have a double barrel shotgun. I just I love the idea of the, one of the Lolita fashion idol there, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, with just a double barrel shotgun, it'd be just, such good yeah. art. Yeah, it would be yeah. cool, man. Instead of the yeah. little weird puppet that she's got, and that's well, it's not a weird <laughs> puppet; it's a regular puppet. Uh, it's like that's a another another thing about these books is that the level of art in this book is inconsistent. I could it's, say in all uh, of these generally books, generally so. across the books, they're not great i I've would seen imagine worse. i've seen much much better i would yeah. imagine something tells me that this is the kind of company that maybe goes through fiverr when they need an artist yeah you i go like hey just... can you maybe uh like the most <laughs> the one that is the most kind of like visible in my opinion is the escape from new york one where you will have like this kind of like all right looking kind of airbrushy kind of 
you know, art, and then suddenly you, you get to, like, this, like, weird 3D-esque, you know, put-through-filter sort yeah. of art, and I'm like, what is this? The the, like, the, the the landscape, like, the pictures of, like, the city and stuff, I think they all looked really nice, but the yeah, character yeah, yeah. art, I think, looks yeah. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, you know, it's like, uh, it's Ugh. very inconsistent when it comes to art style and stuff like that. Uh, so they are not paying their artists a lot. <laughs> I guess there are evil Maybe geniuses. Not. So Maybe and not. evil people don't pay their artists. You know. Yeah, they don't uh, have the good contracts for the artists. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, they have the good contracts yeah. for themselves with the artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ironclad. <laughs> Ironclad. <laughs> I did want to mention a couple of things about the Escape from New York book. I was looking for it, and uh, I don't know why. But I was looking for the classes, and I'm sure you're supposed to use these on top of the base game classes because there's only mm-hmm. free classes. Yeah, because otherwise. that's that's the thing. There's lots and lots of classes, but then each each of these modules will add in new new backgrounds, new profiles were they called pusts what are they fucking called uh, <laughs> and they're just called classes no 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 because it was the third uh, one the one that's the backgrounds oh profession a uh, profession uh, yeah. yeah which is the background from 5e yeah, yeah. and then <laughs> also they will add uh yeah new classes but yeah let's talk about the yeah let's go to the uh, escape from new york one <laughs> this is another thing about these books which is i'm just not really sure how they wrote this stuff because like you will look at the beginning of these books and they'll have like the terminology they'll try to do the setting and stuff but i'm like these movies are like an hour and a half long or whatever where the fuck are you getting all this like lore from for them you know i don't think they had any books in the world of you know escape from new york i don't think yeah because there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a, t- a whole timeline for Escape from New York. Yeah, there's a timeline for Pliskin, like history, like yeah. his history of like Snake Pliskin is born in Cleveland, Ohio. Do you, think, do, do you think they got like free reign from the company to just go wild with this stuff? Or do you yeah, think I guess, the company yeah. like tell them like yeah, Pliskin has to be a, a Catholic? He has to be born in Ohio? <laughs> Ohio, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just, yeah, you, nah, you guys do whatever you want. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, maybe they just give it a Passover and go. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, uh, the, there's just like a lot of like a lot of stuff for Pliskin. If you want to know exactly, this is like a stalker's like someone would have to written all of this, and they have like a little shrine to Pliskin in there. But house, really, it would be know, best sort of to thing. to. To not focus too much on Pliskin because if you're playing this game, <laughs> yeah, surely you want to be, you want to make your own Pliskin. You want to make or, your own well, character. you could do that, or you could be a convict or a New York native <laughs> or a war joke. Your professions <laughs> could be charm. I was just reading charm. It, it's you're just in a the sex business worker. of trading sex and/or affection for money or patronage. Patronage. I've never heard it called a charm though. Your special features are distracting when not in combat. You can make charisma <laughs> check versus a target system. Look at their iconic equipment. Their iconic equipment is a sexy outfit, condoms, and pepper spray. <laughs> oh I'm glad God. they specify oh. condoms. <laughs> well, you see, uh, I have this plan that involves my signature condoms that I get as a charm. <laughs> You're sitting there, like the DM is like, okay. uh, you or like uh, you walk up to a guy and you go like, oh, I want to distract him. I want to use this skill. So and the DM's yeah. like, mm, okay, so 
so you take his pants down and then you you jerk him off or something like that. He just starts uh, grabbing. Ro- roll all of a constitution check to avoid <laughs> chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't know my charm and their iconic equipment is condoms. So I yeah. Wait, wait. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. Fade to black. Okay. Yeah. Well, GM, can we time out and just fade to the end of this scene? Hey, can <laughs> no. we? Can uh, we just fade to me going to the clinic? Can we yeah. fade into more of it, please? <laughs> Explain it more. I'm scared of heroes yeah. being trapped in situations like this. Yeah. So we need to... yeah. Bro, it's I wanna, so I funny. Wanna... This, you got the charm, which is a prostitute, and then you have Nightshade Druid. <laughs> yeah. What the they, fuck they, does they, that mean? They, they make food. It says... Uh, tasked with growing food, purifying the soil, and following the nightshade's code to protect the oh, the nightshade's code. Oh, the nightshade's code to protect the. They get sandals and a robe and scythe and some vegetables. <laughs> they get some seeds, you know. Their survival <laughs> special feature is urban jungle. You may substitute survival for streetwise when in urban environments. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, you could be. I feel White. like. I feel like they would be better with the survival than the streetwise if they are growing food <laughs> in a park, right? Oh, you maybe could be a rat catcher. Or you could be a yeah. drug cook. You could cook drugs. Yeah, well, you know, iconic equipment things. being chemistry kit, a hazmat suit, and a sample of your work. <laughs> I guess you always have that on you. Never get high supply. on your own supply. Yeah, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, there's just... And then at the end, like, all of these books will have all these classes and all the things that, for them, you know? Yeah. But then at the end, they'll have, like, the GM master advice and, like, yeah, the Yeah, they'll have the GM and advice. They'll... And then after that, they'll have they'll have modules you can run. They'll yeah. have, like, a, his, his, like, three stories that you yeah, can do. This is something I wanted to talk about, because with these maps, I, I am really struggling to figure out if and some of these maps look like they've been made. Like if you go to page 76, 77, that one definitely looks like it was made by someone who is not being paid enough to make maps. Page mm-hmm. 76, 77? Hold on. Yeah, the link I can is see iPad. Oh, Jesus. So yeah. I have to... Uh, why is, it, why is it purple? What the is fuck that... is this? Lincoln Center? Like, not to be rude to anyone's work or anything, but I, it's not the most delicately made map but if you look at say uh let me just there's one i found earlier that i wanted to talk about Bro, these um, are the kind of maps i make <laughs> if you go to page 99 i'm i'm 98 sure that this was taken from a different D book and just dropped into this book 99 yeah cathedral of uh saint joseph defined i guess yeah because it's like a gothic style so you could probably just rip it from some other I'm like pretty sure I like I've played this map like on Roll Twenty, <laughs> a different game. <laughs> maybe you've you, you been playing Escape from New York and you don't realize. Like it looks like they've dropped in like some some lights and stuff into the this, middle. It, it looks look modern. It certainly looks like it's made from generic map assets. They may be brought. They may be bought. In yeah. A bundle and then used in the final product, which I, I get. I mean, if they have a license to use those, that's not a problem. No, no, no. I, I'm not saying that. You know, it's a serviceable map. Uh, you know, I, I'm glad it's there. I'm, I'd rather it had it than not had it. But <laughs> it doesn't feel like. Like, look at the Central Park corner, page 83. That is just. Oh, it's, it's so low effort. 
have to flick back. I'm using my sorry. iPad, so I'm like flicking around. Oh, Just wanted sorry. to talk about a couple of these because I thought. Yeah, that, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. Central Park. I mean, I, I, there's definitely probably a bit of Central Park that looks like that. I guess. Yeah, but if you <laughs> turn into a hellscape kind of society like, section, would it re- would, would it not well, be interesting? Stu, to... Stu, Stu, you're you're forgetting the Nightshade Druids take care of Central Park <laughs> and make sure that it's still functioning and working properly because that's where they make. The, they grow the food for yeah, the Yeah, so why is there the not grizzlies? food here? There's just bushes. Why is there not well, food? Well, it's further in. Because it's hidden. Because this is like, just the know. outside. It's just a T junction <laughs> entrance to Central Park. You don't have yeah. like a full thing for Central Park, bro. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, it feels a bit lazy, is my point. Also, how are you supposed to get... Do you get these maps additionally? Like, if you buy this book, do you get the maps in a format where you can actually use them? Actually use them, yeah. Because right, right, in this book, not. do you hold the book out? You can't you gotta, put tokens you on it. play it on the book, yeah. Yeah, you, you make. You got to make a scan of it, dude. Ah, oh, it yeah. just feels like it would come out so badly. Well, they make yeah. a point to say in the foreword of the actual everyday heroes thing in that uh, the, the world is so different now and that you can... You do, you can never even meet the people that you play tabletop RPGs with, and that's who they're catering for. It's the people you'll never play these games in person at this point, anyway. So, mm-hmm. you know, how just do you, how do you, how screen do you cap the PDF oh, and then okay. put it on Roll Twenty and deal with it, bro. <laughs> It'd be nice to have a high quality, like high pixel nah. version to. If you have all the maps, you, they clearly have the assets, right? They should just include them separately. I mean, the the DPI of the PDF is not bad. You know? No, but it would be nice to have one you could, you know, yeah. having to do all that work. I don't know, it just seems like an easy tool they could well, make to make people's lives easier. They could do that, or they could make a Rambo book. Okay, you got <laughs> And allow you to, I guess, not play as Rambo. Yeah. This was the one I was most interested in, but I didn't read it, which is a shame. But I just want to give the you Rambo a warning. One? If you guys don't want to hear about global politics, uh, or torture, or warfare, or profanity, or deadly violence, or drug use, or mental health, zone out now. We, your fate will fade to black for you. Yeah. For those of you that don't care, <laughs> we won't fade to black. Politics. <laughs> on fo- Unfocus your eyes right now while we talk about this. I'm looking at the so Global politics. I don't understand. It's no, so I have, I have never seen a Rambo movie, so I'm very you unfamiliar. Ne- okay. This would be my my first introduction to the world of Rambo and what it's about and stuff. Uh huh. And I'm looking at the hero true. options. Well, you got backgrounds like refugee, remote village. <laughs> <laughs> tunnel <Fuck>. rat <laughs> violent oh. past they they're a little inconsistent violent past is is not really like a background in the same way that a veteran or a small town is you know mm-hmm. right that, no definitely not like i can have a violent past and a traumatic past and be a war <laughs> orphan and be from a small town these aren't no, really but, no but what's exclusive. the defi- what's the defining part of your character yeah exactly yeah. Uh, and the thing Mine, is the probably mo- that they're a tunnel rat i think ben the most important aspect is what proficiency bonus you want <laughs> that's well, the, yeah, yeah that's pretty much <laughs> these these classes are really like uh boringly named by the way well first off can i give you a quote from rambo first blood part two from murdoch <laughs> Rambo okay. John J born seven six four seven in Bowie Arizona of Indian German descent. That's a hell of a combination. Joined the army eight six sixty four, 
Accepted special forces, specialization, light weapon, medic, helicopter, and language qualified. 59 confirmed kills, 2 silver stars, 4 bronze, 4 purple hearts, distinguished service cross, and medal of honor. You get around, don't you? Nice. That's just well, the quote for the professions. Just like they got a, that from a quote website? Or it's like a full... They that down from the film. They probably they just got it from, from the film, probably. They probably looked up Rambo script online script, and yeah, just kind yeah. of... Copy and paste the stuff in. things out. Yeah. 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 You can, Rambo uh, enters screen left. Dude, you can be so much. <laughs> dude, you can be the sheriff. Isn't the sheriff the bad guy in, in yes, Rambo? Yes, he is in the first one, yes. So you can be a. No, he's misunderstood, dealer. okay? He only. He only. Um, he only okay. tried to torture and demean Rambo because he had imposter syndrome <laughs> he had imposter syndrome he was like everybody talks about this vietnam war i was part of the korean war nobody talks about that one i'm so <laughs> that's literally what it was i just want to point out guys that for the hero options you got combat engineer yeah combat medic uh-huh. combat scout uh-huh. and then commander and survivalist wow, now yeah. why did they evolve why did they have to make combat in all of those could they not just have engineer and medic in a rambo game you can assume that it's a military one right so i get for what i'm getting from this is that the idea is that you will you are a rambo-esque crew mm-hmm. who is, yeah who is destroying a, a small town sheriff department <laughs> <laughs> I don't, it's, actually don't be interested what the actual story is like because it's flesh and blood uh yeah they got graded challenges in this one, dude. You got an epic success, which is rolling a 10 plus or better. Result versus DC 10, 20 or higher. An epic success. Demolition, collapsing buildings. Dude, they added so many more rules for the... for the. They were really feeling themselves when they wrote the Rambo book. Mm-hmm. The... Yeah, the... I'm I'm trying to look at the synopsis, but I started reading it and I immediately bored <laughs> as I started reading it. So, dude, they like, dude. There's so much in here. There's so much stuff for like, uh, fortifications, traps. Dude, this is like a tower defense RPG. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, they have Part to do something to distinguish these ones. These. I'm, games. I'm reading a left section on how to t- torture or interrogate your heroes. <laughs> oh no! Uh, it dude, says first off, a... make sure everyone's cool with it. Yeah, first off, make sure every. Uh, actually, I would rather you didn't interrogate my hero. Well, fuck. Okay, then I guess. <laughs> yeah, so, has a fun fact here where it's talking about the reality of violent interrogation is very different from portrayed from the film. I'm glad it made that point. That Rambo was not that realistic. First, when it comes to everyone <laughs> breaks eventually under torture. How, when, and why people break will vary. I just wouldn't. In the end. <laughs> The human mind and body are not meant to hold up against such suffering. Yeah, I'll just in my game, I'll be like, nah, I don't break. Yeah, well, I'm going to roll, roll a constitution check, I don't break. Yeah, I mm. don't break. What's the DC? 10. Well, I, well, I beat it. Don't take, I don't care. I got a plus 5 to this. I'm good. Mm-hmm. What else does he do? Uh, well, they start taking your thing. I, 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 I don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Apparently, realistic torture is just not useful or fun in an action-oriented RPG. <laughs> bold of it oh, to assume that but, it, a realistic torture isn't fun or useful but we tried our hardest yeah. to put it in anyway <laughs> <laughs> look we're gonna be completely honest with you here this topic is not good for a game but 
we're contractually obligated to make sure aspects <laughs> of a movie are in the game, so here it is anyway. We tried yeah. our best. Yeah. May, may make use of it or don't. It's up to you. Yeah, we have we have read through the like uh, like classified documents from Guantanamo Bay to have reflected, you know, the torture mm-hmm. realistically in this module. You know, Something they got like uh, they got some adventure ideas for you here, uh, cartel busters. The hook oh. is that you are a, a DEA agent is taken hostage by a powerful drug cartel, and the heroes mm-hmm. are tasked with re- rescuing them. Mm-hmm. Your, the heroes are a team of black ops mercenaries based in Latin America. <laughs> oh, well, I wonder what they're doing <laughs> there, huh? I wonder. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> DEA getting in pretty deep, huh? Yeah. Eating dust, the heroes must lead a large group of refugees to safety. Tiger okay. Company, the heroes are building a mercenary company from the ground up. It's like Jacket Alliance. None of these are about fighting uh, 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 I was going to say I was at least going to give them the benefit of the doubt and be like well at least I guess if you want to play a game that's about you and your friends killing like an army of police officers uh, <laughs> then go for it but all the adventure ideas they give you are just being like a fucking like like toadies for the US government because Yay, that's what people do want to do. Can the heroes succeed where the historical mission failed and rescue Americans held hostage in Iran? <laughs> because that's the thing is like the know, heroes like, find themselves right? repelling a Soviet invasion of an Afghan town. <laughs> uh, this <laughs> this this rulebook oh, is dedicated to brave warriors. <laughs> of... <laughs> I'd rather yeah. they, 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 they prefer if they wasn't dedicated to them. They were like, yeah. no. I thought the whole ethos of Evil Genius was that they're supposed to be modern games set in modern times. We're not that America isn't even in Afghanistan anymore. They pulled out. <laughs> well, how can they go. defend an Afghanistan? It's set in Rambo times. Is it Rambo set like in the past? Yeah, yeah but the thing is that like nobody actually like it's so weird. Like after Rambo one, like the idea of what Rambo is got so twisted and like like desecrated because yeah. basically in Rumble one he was shown as this like suffering individual right this man that is so broken that he like in the book rambo he gets killed at the end like he dies in the book because they kill him like an animal like they kill him as like a rabid animal you know like he isn't able to come back to to reality, you know, and sure. they change it for the movie, which is more hopeful. Like they actually said that it, they were afraid to actually make it like the book because they wanted to, because people actually go through this, you know. So they wanted uh-huh. to give people hope, you know, this way. And then you have got Rambo like two and stuff, and he goes back and like starts like killing thousands of people you know he kills like one guy in the first one he falls out of a helicopter <laughs> it wasn't even his fault he dies you know and yeah. then it turns into like this he's definitely like an action hero you know like a stereotypical action hero later on and is this is what this reflects you know rather than the actual first movie which is you know 
this system would look a lot different if it was based on the first book, where it's like, suffer from PTSD, roll to yeah, <laughs> connect with yeah. reality, find humanity, you know? Your Try humanity and just a civilian life. Oh, yeah, no, you failed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, wor- you're working, uh, you know, stacking shelves at the convenience store. Yeah. <laughs> you hear a large, you hear a loud noise and think it's a gunshot. Roll. <laughs> yeah. Wisdom. Yeah, that would be. Oh, honestly, damn, I didn't beat the DC. What happens? You dive yeah. into a sewer and pull out your handgun you keep and you shoot a civilian. <laughs> yeah. No, fuck. I didn't want no, to. No, fuck. Yeah. I couldn't control myself. I'm so sorry, you know. And it's Roll like, to that's the thing. Domestically abusing your wife. Oh. No. <laughs> oh, brother. I think that's the thing at the heart out. of all Time this. Out. I feel like that's the thing at the heart of all this is that I just don't, I don't, the, you, the exact market for this is like something to buy somebody who you don't really know them very well, except for heard, like, yeah. oh, hey, I know you like Rambo and tabletop RPGs, so I, <sighs> I was looking around for a gift and I saw this Rambo yeah, game book and I thought, hey, he'd probably like that because it's like, I if totally you, got where you're coming from, yeah. If you play enough tabletop RPGs, you should at least be at the at the point where you don't need books like this and you can just sort of, like, do whatever you want with your preferred setting. You don't need, like, a brand new rule set that is just 5e yeah. reskinned and then a module to be like, here's a, here are some special classes we made just for you to, if you want to make a Rambo-style game. You should yeah. just be at the point where you can just take inspiration from Rambo and write a story you want to tell that's yeah. in that in that sort of Rambo like ballpark. Inspired, yeah. yeah. I, I, so it's I, I like, don't... I I struggle to think, who are these really for at the end of the day? I think yeah. uh, my, my way of looking at this is it's like, it's one of those, it's like those movies that you've never seen, but your grandma mistakes for a movie you actually like. Yeah. And like yeah. pick yeah, up in a bargain of bin of, of, like a, of like a, a dollar store. But the tabletop equivalent. The way you put it was good, where it's like someone who doesn't know you well enough yeah. will get you this. It's like someone who gets you mega blocks because you know they think you like <laughs> yeah. Lego. Yeah. I mean mega exactly. blocks aren't that bad. Just no, I like mega blocks. Stu is a known Lego <laughs> purist. No, no, I like mega blocks, but I let's yeah. we've got we've not got too long left. Let's go into a big <laughs> one yeah. to end it off. Crow, <laughs> the crow. That's the one that I really, when I heard this, and this I saw is, it, I was this like, is, "What?" <laughs> according to the comfort and safety, this seems like it's definitely going to be the hardest one to discuss. I, I, it's got deadly violence, death and loss, depictions of abuse, both abuse, both mental and physical, drug use, addiction, and overdose, general hopelessness, harm to children, incestuous relationships, profanity, sexual violence, suicide. Torture and pain, eleven damn points of 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 the discomfort. Um, I just want to make the point, but the art quality from the title page to the third page is astronomical difference. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's. I know it can't all be no. amazing, but. A little bit of the foreword. When I told a friend that I had never seen The Crow, she insisted we watch it as soon oh. as possible. And she was right. I was too young to experience the movie when it first came out, and I didn't encounter the franchise at all until I was a teenager. And the third movie, The Crow, Salvation, appeared on TV. Is that more than one of these movies? Yeah, I what think so. 
Uh, I never, I uh, uh, Brandon Lee played the original the original movie Crow, and then they made a bunch of uh, other crows, and yeah. those weren't as popular, I think, than the original Crow. Anyway, you, you got go a on. lot of great backgrounds here. Uh, yeah, let abused. me just actually let me just say some. Read this section. Okay, this is in the universe of Crow. It's like you die and you come back as like this vengeful spirit. That's the sort of thing. So they in the like the character creation section, they have a thing which is choose your death. Okay. Oh. So I when you so they have like a thing. They have to like you, it's something like you discuss with your GM, uh-huh. but. This wording is insane to me. <sighs> Ultimately, your own choice. In uh, the, the great, great many things, terrible things happen to you. Usually, including sexual assault. So you know that's a great way to put of putting cool. these things. You know. Yeah. Uh, but you don't have to do the things that you do to make you uncomfortable. And I was like, okay, so you know, it's a bit like, it's a bit weird. You know. If you want idea. to, you can put it in. You don't have. Yeah, to. Yeah, if you ever want to, you can put it in. I guess you know. It's. Uh, but, yeah. it's I need to call a timeout here because there's a sense okay. of general hopelessness coming up that I'm not really okay with. <laughs> I am yeah. generally hopeless about these games, bro, for sure. <laughs> I wonder, because these are just modules, so they're supposed to interact well with the base game of Everyday Heroes. What would happen if you're like, you turn up to the Crow game and everybody's <laughs> like, yeah, I wanna, I'm playing the Butterfly. Uh I I uh I'm my butterfly spirit. I have a, a tiny monster spirit. By the yeah. way, the creature uh breakdowns are just literally just the five E breakdowns oh, of like oh, just yeah. the stat blocks of five E monsters. Oh, it's exa- it is exactly the same. That's impressive. Yeah. It's yeah. like <laughs> laid out the exact same way. But you got like yeah, I'm uh, the butterfly. Uh, legally distinct. Oh, yeah, it's not. I'm the butterfly. <laughs> I'm the mastiff. Me, I'm I'm the owl. Hi, everybody. I'm gonna be the MMA from the base rule book. I'm an <laughs> MMA fighter. I'm unrelated to the crow stuff. I, I hate when I hate when people uh, come in uh, to the to the to my crow session and they had they're playing uh they're play they got uh super saiyan as their class i just can't like yeah. i was like I'm you sick of only it. call I, books okay yeah, i asked the gm nicely and he said i could use the rambo combat medic class yeah <laughs> sorry well uh, dude what if you were like <laughs> dude what if you're like uh oh yeah this is my character they're the moth they were a victim of uh, sexual abuse and manipulation from from their uh, lover and it drove them to suicide uh, and now I want to find and kill them. And then Wangdu rolls up with the base, the manipulator class for everyday <laughs> yeah. heroes. And he's just yeah. like, oh, wow, that's, that's crazy. Uh, well, you know, I'm just, I'm I'm just some guy. Sure. I got my double barrel shotgun. I'm the manipulator. <laughs> <laughs> I had the option of having nothing or the double barrel shotgun. So I went with the, um, went with the old double barrel. And mm-hmm. I guess in theory, I, uh, you can you can make all of these modules run with each other. Yeah, you come to a game and it's like, hey, I'm allowing the Crow Splat book. I'm allowing the King Kong yeah. Splat book. <laughs> I'm, dude, in there. If I'm running an Everyday Heroes game, I'm saying, fuck it, we ball. Everything's allowed. Play I'm, not allow- bro. I'm not allowing Escape from New York. That's off limits. Grab, <laughs> grab whatever you want. No, that's where the story would limits, be, bro. Yeah. That's where yeah. I, was, I would take. I, 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 as the GM, would run the Escape from New York story, and then I'd be like, everything else, just take whatever. Yeah, dude, that would be the most authentic escape from New York prison uh, experience yeah. because you would just be a bunch of fucking freaks in Manhattan prison. 
Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'll use shit. my crow spirit to go through you. I'm, I'm a Highlander. I'm a Highlander. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, in exactly. Escape from New York, there's a Highlander one. What kind of shit is in this one? Hold on. And you know, there's also uh, deadly univer- violence, real world religious iconography and themes, depiction of occultism and human sacrifice, depictions of real historical and contemporary cultures, and dark humor and satire. Mm. So be careful. Yeah. There's the Universal Soldier one, which is... I don't at first, when Universal I looked Soldier. at it, I just thought it was like a generic soldier. Literally, that's what I thought. But then I was like, wait a minute. No, and I movie, started reading it, and it's the movie. <laughs> I was yeah. like... And I was like, what? Like, you know, like, it's such a... Like, for some reason, I just completely didn't associate the title with the movie. I just thought it was like, ah, I guess it must be like... Uh, nondescript soldier book like a a supplement or something like that literally Mm -hmm. you know but going back to the crow one i just wanted to say one of the backgrounds suicide survivor (laughs) something um oh bro which is another another cool thing about is proficiency medicine insight or medicine so (laughs) i thought these people and that's the thing the issue big issue of these systems right is and i can i and you look at the credits for them and they have like all these settings and they they tackle these heavy themes of like we're laughing at this but you know they are very heavy themes uh, but their their the amount of like effort that they put into actually handling these themes correctly is negative it's actually yeah. Hurtful. No, the way Max, they... they use they put the forward, they put the the <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, in, but... so you know so they're it, covered. It, it absorbs them completely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like the if you, you have know... a problem with the book, you just time out and read past that bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's like that's the issue. That's the issue that I am having with these books is that they they got all these themes, but they don't know how to handle them, and there's like zero effort put into this this is why i'm thinking an ai did it because it feels like it's it's just like has no empathy suicide survivor what skills would they have well you know medicine probably (laughs) uh you know insight maybe let's uh uh, let me load up the bing ai Mm -hmm. i'm gonna ask you'd say to i'm just gonna ask what what Avatar, what? Avatar RPG. Make us an Avatar RPG. Well, we can't Five just say skills. make us an Avatar <laughs> RPG. Well, that's what they did now. <laughs> Let's. Oh, all right, I'm on Bing. I'm on Copilot from Bing. Let's. Uh, why is it telling? Uh, damn it! It's telling me about a fucking. Welcome to the, the new AI section of our well, podcast. I, cl- I clicked on a thing and it's. Mm. It, it we already had AI sections before. Create... Welcome to the old section. Right. I'm gonna. I'm choosing conversation style. I'm saying it to more creative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, give me a mm, table. Give me a table. Yeah. I'm bad at typing. <laughs> table <laughs> We're we'll, we'll in this. <laughs> game. No, you should make it longer. Back slow it down. Yeah. For what would I say? Uh, for for a game based on James Cameron's Avatar. Nice. Let me okay. see what it spits out. Let me see what it comes out with here. Sorry, that's copyrighted material. <laughs> yeah. 
please put in said, sure, your credit card. I can try to create a tabletop role-playing game background for a game based on James Cameron's avatar. Here is one possible example. Welcome to Pandora, a lush and beautiful moon in the oh, Alpha Centauri no, it's system. A, yeah, okay. It's well, a background, it's character, character background. Yeah. Okay. Character classes, there yeah, you go, yeah, that would yeah. be easier. Give me a tabletop uh, role-playing game class based on James Cameron's avatar. Truck freak. I should really start saying please to the AI just so they yeah. know in the future that I'm not gonna do yeah, shit. Really covered, guy. yeah. That, that sounds like a fun idea. Here is one possible example of a tabletop role-playing game class based on James Cameron's avatar. Yeah, I think it's fun too. Yeah, it is doing it. It's going for it. Name, avatar, pilot, description. You're a human who operates a genetically engineered Navi body called an avatar to explore and interact with the world of Pandora. Abilities. Avatar link. You can enter a special pod that connects your mind to your avatar body. Uh, RDA equipment. You have access to various equipment and resources provided by the RDA. Navi affinity. You have a natural affinity with the Navi, the indigenous people of Pandora. It goes for it, dude. Anyway, honestly, yeah, no, the conspiracy they... theory that they're using AI to generate this stuff is—they might, they it's might becoming just, a, yeah. just a regular theory. It's definitely yeah. doable, man. A game theory. <laughs> it's definitely possible to be able to do some shit like that. Yeah. Wow. Do you think that we could create a module? In the style of Evil Genius, and just like slip it in with the others. Like... I'm asking, what are some other <laughs> hack their website? Well, just go, and... to, go, to, go to drive through RPG and just release our own. Well, I was like, that's... if you could, if you could slip it in with the humble bundle ones, and just see if anyone notices that that's one that doesn't belong there. Yeah. Like, what movie? It. What movie would you pick? Would you I do Avatar? To give me so I would probably do Avatar, dude. I love Avatar. It. Would be good. Yeah. I, uh, it feels I like it needs to be an to... old kind of. Sl- you know, calling out of popular media kind of movie. You know? Running Man would be good, I guess. Dude, I got some. Uh, I asked it what are some recall. other classes. Yeah, Running Man mm-hmm. would be a good one. It's giving me Navi Warrior now. Yeah, they have mm. the abilities Awa's Blessing, Warrior's nice. Training, and Clan's Honor. Ben's mm. just trying to get us to play the Avatar RPG. You, I do that. Yeah. This is so easy. I think if I ever want to like come up with specific rule sets for <laughs> table, dude, it's giving me even more. The RDA agent. Ooh. You're a human who works for the RDA, dude. This is so easy. Is, we could, yeah. You don't have to do anything. This is we the real, literally. <laughs> we literally do not have to do anything. Uh, this is. I'm, I'm starting to. I'm not saying that they do, but I'm starting to 100% believe that there is a possibility that you could work for Evil Genius and just like feed shit into Mid Journey and ask it to do shit like that. Yeah, it's probably like, the next. Yeah, the book some, is gonna be. Give me some yeah. crow-based classes. Yeah. In the crow, you play as the crow. <laughs> Do you think the AI art is generated as well? Because like, it no. looks, it, but I'm wondering if they ask it to make it look like it hasn't been AI generated. Like, they uh, ask it. I don't think they do in these books. Probably because these books were created over the last few years when the AI yeah. art wasn't uh, very great. In the future, pr- absolutely. Well, <laughs> RDA rivalry. <laughs> You have to deal with the competition and the politics within the RDA. How do I create a character for this game? Do they just give you AI-generated more questions? How do I create a character for this game? Tell me, please. <laughs> I'm trying to I write this honestly, book down, bro. Yeah, 
in a couple of episodes, we should just do a whole podcast episode yeah. where we just make uh, Evil Genius RPG. Here's how you <laughs> like create a, a for character like a, for a like tabletop role playing game based on James Cameron's avatar. Choose a class. Choose a name. Uh, oh, it's, it's got you there. Like, it's a big paragraph for choosing it. Choose a motivation. Very straightforward. <laughs> you know, choose a secret. <laughs> choose a secret. My secret oh. is that I don't haven't watched Avatar two. <laughs> choose yeah. a voice. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Choose a secret. A secret is something that your character doesn't want to reveal to others, or that others don't know about your character. Thanks. <laughs> choose a voice. Uh, I want to be. I want to be Avatar, uh, a Navi warrior, and I want my secret to be uh, that I am an Avatar, <laughs> Navi warrior. <laughs> I'm pretending to be human. Yeah, I think we'll. Uh, yeah, we should just start this business we should start um uh good good genius <laughs> good genius good idiot good genius game. we're gonna use mid journey from now on yeah, we're yeah, gonna yeah pump just... out we're gonna our output is gonna be so much higher we're gonna be like fucking shitting these books out bro we're gonna be going around to everybody we're gonna, we're gonna be like hey do you want to do you want the fableman's tabletop rbg we already made it it's done <laughs> just buy hey, it from us hey mattel how much do you want your new game to be the new 5e yeah. yeah. Well, we've made this. Well, we made it. We've already back. done it. Just pay <laughs> it's us. It's already done. Just it's already us. done. Pay us. It's Problem already is, done. Is we'll that, give it to you. Do you think they use the AI to write their ironbound legal contracts as well? Or no? Yeah. We would, only no, an no, AI no, would no, be we, able to. We would have a fight. good template contract that we have with an actual lawyer, and that lawyer will make it ironclad, so we get as much money as possible. What if the lawyer's using AI and isn't telling us like this. Arrested for doing that. Is a contract written up by an AI not legally binding, do you think? Well, it's if you sign it, it becomes legally binding, right? I don't know. If it's, like, written by an AI, I feel like that would throw... <laughs> Why? Because it's, like, it's not even the... When a contract is written, there is somebody behind it putting in express, like, intent and terms and shit. The AI doesn't under the machine learning doesn't understand those things. Yeah, but if you read it and agree to the terms written in the contract, then you're. I get it. Yes, that makes sense. But do you think there is wiggle room that if somebody had written, if you find out that you're in a bad contract and you find out it was written by AI, could you be like, uh, they didn't disclose to me that an AI wrote this contract? I think probably, yeah. I think that's breach of contract. You you might have a case. uh, Especially mm -hmm. seeing as like. You tend to want like qualified people writing those, right? Yeah, tend. maybe yeah. you could say that. Yeah. yeah, you could say that. Uh, that it. Yeah, I pro- I could imagine that unless they say that like if you proofread, if they can prove the fact they have proofread the entire yeah. contract, maybe they I could guess, yeah. say like yeah. I guess this is but, the yeah. future that they want for like script writing and stuff. I'm, I'm looking like. at the premieres for like I'm thinking of what RPGs could we make and uh, yeah. Bob Marley One Love. I think that would be a pretty <laughs> good make the RPG. Bob Marley tabletop RPG. Yeah. <laughs> Should it not be like an old film that people don't watch anymore, like something obscure? Like the crow or Rambo? What do you mean obscure? Everybody knows about the the crow. No, no, no. I know what Stu means though. It's not something in the in the zeitgeist. I guess they're like old. They're like I'm not saying they're not classics, but they're like people. If we're following the evil genius sort of like modus operandi, it needs to be like Ghostbusters type crap. Oh, because Comic Con was 2017 specifically. We need to do like. 
But it feels like nostalgia, it's been years since Nostalgia bait and big blockbuster crap. Oh, we can yeah. do Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters is a good one. I'm good say, I'm, honestly, I'm, I feel like that will be the next Evil Genius one, because they've got that shitty movie coming out this year. You know? Yeah, because from what I've read on some forums, so there's... I. I'm I haven't I'm not I'm I'm not you know I'm putting my life on this. <laughs> Apparently, they've been putting out uh, buying out a lot of licenses from a lot of places that they what, still Evil haven't Genius? made those. Yeah, like they've been paying for licenses basically from a lot of different companies mm. basically for 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 games. So they they have things coming. Yeah, I suppose if there's they're... a flood there's a flood coming that we don't see yeah. yet. You know? Well, I suppose if they're the ones paying for the licenses, then yeah, that lends credence to the idea that these are mostly AI generated, <laughs> so that you can like really pump them out. And it's like it's like the Blumhouse thing where it's like the actual production budget for these is really low. Oh my low. god! Uh, you just make it. them in like like a week and a half. You know. With AI, toxic Avenger, if they're toxic... paying for the licenses, that's where the money's going, right? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. How much can they be making on these? Who's buying it? Toxic Avenger RPG. I think that's a. <laughs> you want to do a Toxic Avenger RPG? We can <laughs> do that. Yeah. I feel like it wouldn't be too hard to get that from Troma either. I feel yeah, like definitely. He'd just be like, sure, whatever. <laughs> Fine. He'd be like, they're making D and D with my shitty movie. Hooray! Hooray. Or like an yeah. Evil Dead RPG. What does that oh, exist? Evil Dead RPG. There's already an Evil Dead RPG. Oh, no. I remember oh. seeing that. I remember... It. No, it's not an Evil Genius <laughs> one. I remember seeing it in a board game store. I think it was more explicit. I, feel like I, I think it was it, more yeah. explicitly an Army of Darkness RPG. Yeah. But Army of Darkness is Evil Dead at the end of the day. That's so. true. Yeah. Minecraft. RPG. The Minecraft. Just go to video games. Oh my god! Could you imagine how? What kind of mindset would somebody need to have to play a Minecraft tabletop RPG? People are not playing it. People are buying it for their kids. Playing Minecraft. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. I'm looking up Minecraft. There'll be there'll be several. I'm sure. I'm trying. Hold on. I typed in mine TTRPG. And if there isn't, there's a there's a money opportunity here. Yeah, we got a daughter suggests a daughter suggested a Minecraft tabletop RPG. Has anyone well, written rules? If not, what do you think? I'd be surprised if there wasn't one, but I'm not sure where it might be. I can't see any. I can't see anything. We'll around. just talk to Microsoft. Yeah, and we can have <laughs> the classes: miner, crafter, fight guy. Minecraft table uh, breeder, breeder, oh, grower. No. All the shit I'm seeing online is just like farmer. Okay, there's one on Amazon. Explorer. Like it's Never called. Guy. It's called mm-hmm. Diecraft, a <laughs> Minecraft inspired role playing game. Inspired. I didn't have the license. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe that's this is all I can find. We could do a Minecraft uh, Evil Genius RPG where it's just five E. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Why not? No, it's not five E. You can't say that. That's Sorry, it's just, it's just it's, it's we just five E. We, we could have classes like uh, oh, the Redstone Engineer. Yeah, oh. that's a and good you have one. to put no, brackets next to it. No, dude, we'd have the two classes. Are you a miner or a crafter? <laughs> I prefer the crafter. I prefer being a miner. <laughs> this is, seems to be the only Minecraft tabletop RPG. Well, and honestly, like, is there any reviews? There is a good reads page for it. It's got a 3.76 out of 5 stars. 
Um, what kind of writing have people got? There's one review. I am currently setting this game up right now. I hope it works out good. Everybody, but you should get this book. How can you review it if you haven't played it yet? How is that a review? <laughs> it's, yeah, he's like, I'm going to try it. Until then, though, five stars. Because <laughs> <laughs> he died. He died playing the game. So yeah, he never he, was he able to finish it. He up and he had a stroke. Oh, a heart attack. And, and then he does the crow in real life. He comes back and hunts down the creator. I kind of want to do this like... Four pound. I'm gonna buy a copy of Dyker <laughs> on Amazon, bro. If I look, they is look forward our... to next week. <laughs> yeah, is this gonna be our RPG corner where we download absolute, like, I mean, buy absolute crap, crap <laughs> systems <laughs> and we read, read them? You mean uh, legally purchase good and well made systems to talk is, about yeah, and I, review? Yeah, I think exactly. this is gonna be one of those books that Amazon just has like the PDF for, and then when you buy a copy of it, it just like they just print a PDF and send it to you. <laughs> Do you think Evil Genius would ever sort of send us review copies of their games? I would hope so, man. Yeah, I think how many viewers do we have to have? Five, like we should, six. I, I like think we should idea. gain contact and ask if we can get like a sponsorship going. We'll, we'll I like the idea that they'll give us time. like uh they'll give us like you know uh, a copy of the you know pre alpha copy of the system <laughs> for you know uh, Rebel Moon yeah. and then they're like after like two weeks they're like oh so guys have you got any feedback and we're like we haven't played it. <laughs> No, dude, what would happen is uh, we would get the PDF and then we would load up PDF like comparing software and we'd be like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> like, yeah, wait a minute. It's the, we would be reading through that... it and it would suddenly start talking about the Skull Island Super Forno and we'd be like, wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> hey, I think you guys messed up and sent us some pages from uh, one of the other books and they're like, ha, yeah, uh, Ages. <laughs> yeah. 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 The the find replace. Yeah. Fucked up. <laughs> that one. Yeah. I think we could do that. We could maybe take one of these and just find and replace with just Minecraft terminology. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Includes <laughs> drug use. <laughs> we have uh, to write a new uh, yeah, new bro. five words or whatever. Oh, yeah, because you, you eat potions. Yeah. Yeah. Drug use. Slaughter, you can like slaughter animals, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kill you sheep can, uh, and pigs. And hell, heroes portray, being trapped. Uh, heroes being trapped for leather. Yeah, you can portray portrayal of hell. You know. Yeah. So religious you go, themes, you, yeah. Religious uh, themes. Uh, I've just realized that at the end of of the everyday heroes books, there is actually an appendix that's literally just five e changes. What? So in this game, you only have ten levels instead of twenty. Do they ever mm-hmm. credit? Um, which is the coast for making the system that they basically stole and changed lately? I guess this kind of counts as a credits in that they're just saying, here's all the shit we'd made different. But they're not at the forward say, hey, this is similar, but not. <laughs> critical miss. Rolling a one on atta- an attack roll is considered a critical miss, though there is no defined consequence for this in most situations. So basically the same as 5e. I don't think I would consider that a change. <laughs> I think that's pretty much entirely how it is in 5th edition people are like oh you roll a 1 you throw your axe and drop it on your foot or whatever usually you just put a bit of flavor in that's such a cope to include this like they're like literally (laughs) saying that like these are like this we're actually very different (laughs) look at all these different things we have suffocation in this one I just uh, (laughs) I reminded myself actually I saw a a thing in the GM tools for the Kong Skyland one 
mm-hmm. uh, where it tells you like you know here's here's how you can like uh, uh the random weather they got like a little rolling table for weather and they say to determine these roll 2d4 um and there's only seven options and i'm just thinking like I mean, D8s exist. You really couldn't think of one more piece of weather to, Wait, to put in this group? Maybe they wanted to weigh it, so it was it's like on more page like to get 37. Like a, it's on page 37. I guess, but... I don't know, man. I guess. To weight it on a curve? It still yeah, seems weird. Yeah. It could have been, yeah. could have been weighted on a curve. I guess, you know, evil geniuses, they know what they're doing. Yeah, you know, we've got to give them some credit there. I, didn't, I hadn't thought about it. They have yeah. years and years of this kind of experience where they write the same thing over and <laughs> over again. So. Yeah, they know how to mix it up properly. Yeah, <laughs> they know how to... They're the kid that really knows how to, like, <laughs> fudge it on the, on the yeah. exam. They, are like, really know how to just take a white paper off of uh, the internet and just reword it perfectly. So they're, like... Uh, uh, the the university software can't catch it on mm-hmm. like you know <laughs> that they've just been copying someone else's work. I'm a little bit worried time. that Evil Genius is going to fire back, and in our next book, they're going to include a quote from us. Yeah, be be fun of stupid idiots. Yeah. yeah, it's like Ben. Hey, I'm an idiot guy. Yeah, they got one of the one of the modules they write for their next game is going to have the dead Ed- dead ensigns faction. Yeah, yeah, dead, it's like dead, 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 these guys kick the dead ensign's ass and they have fucking yeah. so much sex and they're always slamming pussy left, right, and center. And they yeah. get a free double barrel shotgun. They smoke yeah. weed and they watch F- fucking cool movies. They ride motorcycles and listen to cool music and everybody loves them. They and watch then Rambo at the beginning, the every night. Yeah, they watch and the bu- <laughs> at the beginning of the book, they have to include a slight sexual content after yeah. because they added that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the and they definitely don't use AI to write any of their books. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, all the books they ever write are handwritten on a typewriter with uh, with pen and paper and uh, themes of deception. No AI. Themes, themes of deception. Yeah, the beginning. Yeah. I don't think it's like a magical book. It just appears yeah. as they're writing the book. It just fills. <laughs> Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, oh, you know, brother. no All beef, right. no beef, no beef. We love Evil Genius. I res- we respect the game. End of the day, because this is the end of the episode now. We respect the game. We respect the hustle. Keep it up. I hope as soon as there's even more books and we can do a, a part two, we can go over some mm-hmm. of the new rules they've added, new classes. Keep it yeah. up. Maybe throw in a couple more of the crow style ones. You know, give yeah. us some interesting curveballs. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, thanks for listening. It's been dead ends. SD, SDI sufferer or something. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, much. yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Skills. Medicine. <laughs> Unique traits. Uh, rotten genitals. Definitely no condom in the No group. condoms. <laughs> Allergic to latex. Ha <laughs> ha
unique trait syphilis madness. Oh, no. <laughs> Skills. All right. Deception. All right. <laughs> All right. No, baby, I'm going. No. I'm good. Right. I don't need a condom. Right. I got tested last week, baby. No. Hey, I just got tested. Yeah, you should probably go. Example of play. That's what it says above all the shit that you're saying now. <laughs> yeah, yeah feel right, free well, to include in, feel free to include any of those quotes at the top of the class, you know. Um you can even put write my name underneath as though I'm the character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're so for it. Yeah. Uh, thanks for crush. listening. This has been the Evil Genius Review. Uh thanks. Hope you've had fun. Uh I've, I'm Ben. This has been Max and Stu. Hello. Hello. Goodbye, I guess. Uh, And this has been Dead Ensigns. So thanks for listening. Make sure to check out the podcast on whatever apps you enjoy. We're also on YouTube. You can listen to it there and leave a comment. If you feel inclined, you can go to Twitter, uh, Twitch, whatever you want to do. You can email us even at deadensigns at gmail.com. If you were putting together a game, an Evil Geniuses Everyday Heroes game, uh, in which all of the books are included, play whatever you want. Um, if you're interested, email us. We'll put you in the list. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll get you in. We'll do a we'll do a listeners game <laughs> of everyday sure. heroes with every book from Evil Geniuses. Allowed. And there's so many themes that we're timing there's out. So constantly. many themes. Yeah, we're basically <laughs> always fading to black. Yeah, <laughs> we set up a scene, screen. we fade yeah. to black, and then we skip to the next scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, we were we were getting into <laughs> your heroes. We're gonna get restrained, so I had to fade to black. Mm. But unfortunately, the next scene had uh, profanity, so I had to fade to black. Yeah, it's exactly. a whole mess. Anyway, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye bye. Fade to black. It's shorted out, sir. We're gonna have to phaser it. Then what are you waiting for? Right away, sir. Faster would be better. Anything. I can't, sir. We don't want to. That's enough. But sir, stand aside, Carlton. I'm going through. Thank you. You're alive. Good.